Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk about the most polarizing starting pitchers being drafted in the middle rounds next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, February 25th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White, and we will start with the reigning American League Cy Young Award winner, Robbie Ray, who has an ADP of 49.8. He now moves over to the Seattle Mariners. Scott, how likely is it that Robbie Ray can repeat the success that we saw last season? It all comes down to the walk rate. I mean, he he was such an inefficient pitcher earlier in his career, every year but last year, basically, that it it made him unusable in fantasy. He didn't go deep enough into games. The whip was always too high. He got himself in too much trouble with all those free passes, but... You knew there was a lot of talent there. It was always in the strikeout rates. So him cutting that walk rate down uh, to 2.4 per nine when normally it's four or higher, uh, that unlocked everything for him. And if he can continue that, I don't see why he can't turn in another Cy Young caliber season, especially since he's going from Toronto, smaller park, hitter-friendly division to... Seattle, bigger park, pitcher-friendly division. Uh, he does have a tendency to, to to give up some home runs, even last year, 1.5 per nine innings, and, and yet look how good he was in spite of it. If, if th- There may actually be a higher ceiling for him in Seattle is what I'm saying. The downside risk is pretty enormous, so I understand why people might shy away from him as a number one, but I, I more or less buy what he did, and if I have to take him as my number one pitcher, I can live with that. All right, let's talk about who's replacing Kevin Gosman in Toronto, who's replacing Robbie Ray in Toronto, and that is Kevin Gosman, who yeah. since the start of 2020 has a 3.0 ERA, uh, over 15 um, over 15 percent swinging strike rate for Kevin Gosman. How worried are you about this move, Scott? Obviously, going from San Francisco to Toronto now in a tougher division to pitch. Yeah, it's not ideal. Uh, it's not. And it does give me a little bit of pause, but I, I think I think he's being downgraded too much because I, I mean he was he was legitimately an ace, and even if his ERA rises to mid threes, I mean at that point you're talking about Lucas Giolito basically, and Kevin Gosman's going quite a bit later than that. I'm not as sold on him as I am Robbie Ray because in addition to the negative park shift. He had a 442 ERA in the second half compared to 173 in the first half. He depends so much on a splitter, a pitch that's difficult to get a feel for, that I wonder if I wonder if there's some threat of regression just because of that. But he's going a lot later than Robbie Ray, at least a couple rounds later than Robbie Ray. So there's, you know, I don't have to buy into him to the same extent, extent I do Robbie Ray. All right, going even later than Kevin Gosman, about 40 picks later, Blake Snell with an ADP of 105.8. Uh, from the start of 2019 through July of last year, Blake Snell had a 4.48 ERA and a 1.38 whip. It's what happened next for Blake Snell that has you intrigued in drafting him, Scotty. 
Yes, it does. I mean, I was to the point where I was basically dropping Robbie Ray because in addition to having a bloated ERA and he's averaging like four and a half innings per start, he was useless and uh, had underwhelmed the previous two years before. But yeah, that that seven start stretch to in la- eight start stretch actually uh, to end last season was so impressive. Four of the starts, he went seven innings or more, double digit strikeouts in each of them. You know, we we weren't seeing him go seven innings ever, and he was doing it consistently. And he made the the simple change of throwing his best pitches more and his worst pitches less. It's it's something so many pitchers have done to to take a big step in their careers, and uh, it seemed to unlock. Snell's potential, which we, of course, knew was there. I mean, he won the Cy Young Award in 2018. It was just so long. It had been so long since he showed us uh, the ability to perform at that high level consistently. You know, I wish we could have seen more from him, groin injury into the season. So, you know, it is an awful lot. I am putting an awful lot on a small sample size, but I, I think as late as he's going, I mean, it's the latest he's gone since before that Cy Young season. So I think, uh, I think it's worth the gamble. Lastly, we have Justin Verlander, ADP 108.8. The last time we saw him in a full season back in 2019, he finished as the number one overall player in fantasy baseball. He will be 18 months removed from Tommy John surgery by April, if the season starts in April, hopefully. Um, Scott, how do you feel about Verlander this upcoming season? So yeah, in that last season, 2019, a .80 whip, 21 wins, 300 strikeouts. I mean, I... I don't even know that any other pitcher, any, any pitcher today is capable of doing that. And I'm not saying he's going to do it back from Tommy John's surgery, but it's worth stressing just how valuable he was before that. And, you know, Tommy John's surgery is pretty predictable. Pitchers coming back from it, especially in Verlander's case, he's had well more than a year to recover. Um, and I don't even think the Astros are going to baby him like uh, teams often do fresh off Tommy John's surgery because he is... 39, his career is clearly winding down. He's a guy who prides himself on throwing a ton of innings. Like, I, I don't I don't know that either they or he needs to leave anything in the tank. I think I think he's gonna go out there and take the ball as often as he can and just based on the track record of Tommy John surgery dominate. So I at this price, you know, outside the top 30 pitchers, like give me all the Verlander I can handle. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Bye-bye. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.